is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Yes, it is. Hello there. My name is Vinnie White. This is the Vinnie White Show. It is a news donut with opinion sprinkles dunked in comedy coffee. You can get in touch with the show by texting 71010 or you can call 416-872-1010 and we'll get you on uh, if we feel the need. And you cut the mustard. I'm sure you do. Uh, nice to be here. I wasn't here last week because I was replaced by the Trump-Clinton cartoon show. I think that's what it was. It certainly felt like one. Only, unfortunately, Trump didn't get struck over the head with an anvil or run into the side of a mountain. Um, I wonder if he did run into the side of a mountain. Would his would his little hands slow him down? Don't know. Um, not that I'm a massive Hillary fan, just for the record. It's sort of like um, choosing between a stroke and a heart attack, isn't it? Uh, if you enjoyed listening last week uh, when I was off, uh, you would have got uh, quite a lot of Trump going on instead of me. Um, I'm sure we can have him on every week because uh, I'm I'm pretty confident he's going to have a lot of free time soon. Uh, how are you? Are you all right? Is everything okay? The winter nights are coming. It's drawing in, but it's beautiful today. Loved it. I was looking at the freak show that is Kensington Market. Um, great people watching there. Uh, today, I've done almost nothing. Got up at midday. Oh, heaven. Um, had quite a stressful week. People, you know, have you met people? You know, like the whole world's population. Sometimes it feels like it's about as intelligent as pond life. It was one of those weeks, really. I was selling some stuff on Kijiji and eBay. And absolutely everything went wrong with everything I was selling. I sold some chairs. They were $275 a chair. Uh, people came around and said, oh, they look great, and gave me $75. And I said, they're 275 And they said, oh, I don't think we've read it properly. Okay. The, because you d- didn't read it properly, I'm not going to knock $200 off. You do know that. Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. We just won't take them. Okay, great. Um, I sold a mannequin, which is a bit cheeky because I found it on the street. <laughs> yeah, in England, they called me a pikey. Um <laughs> I've did. I I lived in, well, when I got mannequin. I was living in King West area where people dump stuff like mannequins on the street, and it was really good. And I I took her home under my arm, which um, from a distance probably looked a bit questionable. Um, but I took her home and uh, put her on Kijiji, and uh, a woman actually picked her up. I've sold her for eighty bucks. That's not bad for something you found on the street. But the questions that you get, and everyone's so unreliable on Kijiji. She phoned up and she. the question was, and by the way, the ad said dress form slash mannequin with a picture of it. She phones up, hiya, can you, can you hang clothes on it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's sort of how it works. What about a jacket? Could I put a jacket on it? Yes. Yes, you could. Okay, I'll be around in 10 minutes. Never turned up. Brilliant. So that was stressful. I sold a, a snowboard uh, on eBay and I put local pickup because it's only a cheap snowboard. So I thought oh, there's no point putting, you know, postage on it because it's going to cost a fortune to mail a snowboard. And uh, it was only 20 bucks because I batter my snowboards quite well. I'm not very good at it. And um, yeah, 20 bucks snowboard, local pickup. Got an email from a bloke in Colorado. Would you mind mailing it? Yes. Yes, I would mind how much would it cost to mail a snowboard to Colorado, Pat? I have no clue. Uh, but a cheap one, it would definitely probably be worth more than a cheap one to ship it. Yeah, he wanted free shipping. The oh, snowboard's 20 bucks. 
Oh, it, I would say it'd probably be, have to be $100 It least. would, right? Yeah. I was thinking that as well. And then you've got to package it. I, I was just going to say, like, the packaging for something long like that is, even if it's cardboard or whatever, yeah. and the peanuts, it's not cheap. Um, yeah, it's really hard work. Have you ever sold anything on Kijiji? No. I, I don't know if I've ever sold anything. You've never sold anything ever? No, maybe some toys when I was a child. Wow. To some other children. You are the least entrepreneurial producer in the world. No, I definitely, yeah. Well, Absolutely. good for you, because having spent the entire day waiting in for people that don't turn up and don't understand how to read English, I don't blame you. I think you're the wiser of us both. Uh, let us know your Kijiji nightmares. Have you had any similar situations? Because I do hear that it's, it never goes that well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I ended up with more money than I had at the beginning of the week, and I got rid of everything I needed. But it was a long week. Text your stories on 71010. Uh, oh, I love being here. I can't believe I wasn't here last week. It's kind of annoying to be kicked off by another, like, squabbling bunch of 12-year-olds, which was the campaign. And we got another one on, is it Wednesday, Pat? Nine, nine o'clock. I'm not sure about the time, but Wednesday, yes. Pro Wednesday. And probably nine. Yeah. And we'll have that. I read, oh yeah, News Talk 1010 for all your latest news. If you can call it news, it's more gossip than news now, isn't it? Who touched who, where, when. And I mean, as much as I despise Trump more than uh, a cyst that I found on my genitals, you've got to feel, is it all right that all these women, well, like, what, what are all these women that are coming out of the woodwork now and saying, oh yeah, he, um, he touched me inappropriately. Did, sorry, did you not see him on TV for the last few years? Have you just turned on? Oh, that reminds me. Timing is convenient, but at the same time, I mean, yeah. it happens when it happens with these kinds of things. Yeah. You never know what inspires someone to be like, no, 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 I have to take a stand right now. Yeah, thing, so. but it would be nice, like, whenever he says There's the media aspire against me, it would be nice to say that's not true, and it's not untrue, is it? No, but they did do it, so it sucks, but they're definitely not doing it all the time. They would, don't have to. Who, they, the media? Yes, the media doesn't have to spin anything. Well, that's the thing, and I agree Sometimes. with you on that, and I think that's one of Clinton's downfalls, is what she should do is just go, hey, what things do you like, Donald? Do you like coffee? Yeah, where'd you buy that? Oh, yeah, what's your favourite supermarket? Because all you have to do is let the man speak, and he shoots himself anyway. Just ask him a load of questions. I think she should quit talking about policies and just go, so, uh, hair, that's nice. He'd fall apart. He's got thinner skin than a shaved tomato. He can't even handle that Saturday Night Live uh, piss take of him. You know the... Is it Alex Baldwin? Alec. Alec Baldwin, his uh, brother. He does a great thing. And, it, like, what you've got to do when you're in a political sphere is ignore this stuff. And if you do co comment on it, you say, I'm flattered. But not old Trumpy Pops. No. He said... Uh, Actually, I can quote him. He said uh, since Alec Baldwin's latest portrayal of him went on air last night for Saturday Night Live, he tweeted, he being Donald, although it is quite difficult to tell the two apart, uh, he tweeted, uh, his portrayal stinks. It's time to retire this boring and unfunny show. He tweeted that this morning, conveniently forgetting that he actually hosted the show less than a year ago. <laughs> oh, bless him. Anyway, it looks like if you're listening in Yankee Doodle Dandy, you might be stressed. For the past decade, the American Psychological Association's Stress in America survey has looked at how stress affects the health and well-being of American adults. 
Uh, while this year's full survey results won't be released until early 2017, they did issue a statement this week saying that about half of the Yanks down there have a high stress level due to the adversarial, contentious and combative presidential election. It's actually making the population of the United States notably and measurably more stressed. Uh, the poll numbers for this stress are roughly the same for Republicans and Democrats alike. Posts about election matters on social media appear to affect American stress levels the most, with 38% saying that the uh, uh, political and cultural discussions on social media caused them stress. And uh, adults who use social media are far more likely to be stressed about the election because they're plastered with so much shenanigans. Uh, and I get it. Like, I, I totally feel for the Americans on this. Like, if you're a level-headed, reasonable, groovy dude and you're living down there or dudette, then it must be hard work. Because like, on one side, you've got Clinton, a bit more of the same, dodgy smear campaign. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem like a revolution. And then you've got another guy that says that it's okay to kill the children of terrorists, which last time I checked was a war crime. He wants to ban Muslims, throw out about 12 million Mexicans, build a wall that will cost about $5 billion, but ignores the invention of ladders. He wants to give Saudi Arabia nukes. He picked Putin as his favourite leader. He does impressions of the disabled. Uh, he had a row for a week with a beauty queen where he asked the population to check out her sex tape. Potential leader of the free world. Check out her sex tape. He doesn't pay taxes and he brags about grabbing women by the... P yes. <sighs> anyway, what can you do? Americans appear to be more stupid than a room full of Sarah Palins eating asbestos. But some of them aren't. And I feel sorry for those because it must be very hard if you're a level-headed, groovy person there. And it's really easy to take the piss out of them. But, you know... There's a fair few million with a good brain on them thinking, how did, how did this happen? Anyway, oh, I should tell you what's coming up in the show. Groovy stuff. Um, we've got a friend of mine who you may remember if you're, a, if you're a diehard fan of the Vinnie White show, was in a while ago. He's called James and he runs quizcoconut.ca, which is a, a pub trivia night. And he's doing really well with it. And I believe he's written us a quiz. So pens and papers at the ready later on. Uh, we'll come back with more news and views. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. So normally I'd bring on Amanda Capito, our resident news junkie, but she's not here because she's away in England. I suppose we've done a sort of international exchange um i'm not sure what she's doing there but we'll find out when she comes back she's only there for a week or so and she'll be back in the hot seat next week so we'll ask her how it went in the land of fish chips cup of tea mary poppins and um bad food and i just i always say this it's not it's great food there yeah and it's not even expensive anymore because everything's 20 percent cheaper thanks to the old brexit go to england it's great um, your text so far, I did ask you about Kijiji and your experiences, um, but as always, Trump's got the limelight and um, the texts seem to be more focused on what I said about him. So far on 71010, people have said, it seems to me that Trump has some sort of undiagnosed mental illness. Uh, someone else says, wow, Vinny, you're very confused and misinforming people, but doesn't say how I'm misinforming them. 
when he is president, he will have Alec Baldwin cancelled. Uh, someone else says uh, Trump's a sociopath, but not a smart one. And someone else says, I love Trump. Um, I would like to have his babies. But I'm going to take that with a pinch of salt. Because I think we, no matter where you stand on Trump, I think we can say he's not that sexually attractive. <laughs> That's just a given. Uh, in Florida, a woman called Liz, uh, I don't have a last name, but her Twitter handle is, is uh, Liz Liz. And she took to Twitter this week to say, Donald Trump is a disgusting pig of a person and represents everything that females hate about existing in life as a woman. Uh, but that wasn't spicy enough. So um, with that, she got hold of a Trump donation campaign envelope that's you know supposed to be used to mail the campaign money and mailed a clump of uh, her pubic hair. Uh, she inserted a note that says, Dear Mr. Trump, I'm not able to mail you my actual P, so I've included the next best thing. Cheers, Emily. Class. <laughs> Classy stuff. Man mixing LSD and cough syrup saves dog from imaginary fire. Yes, you cannot get a better headline than man mixing LSD and cough syrup saves dog from imaginary fire. Thursday afternoon, and they found him standing heroically with a dog in his arms outside of what he thought was a giant inferno. He believed that the residence was on fire and he was rescuing the dog. Neighbors tell us Orchard went around the neighborhood banging on doors yelling about a fire. Since no one would help because there was no fire, the animal lover took matters into his own hands to save the dog, allegedly driving his BMW 3 Series through the fence. Troopers say once Orchard got through this fence with his vehicle, he got out, went up to the back door, smashed through it, and then went inside to save the family's dog. Orchard was charged with burglary and criminal mischief and put in county jail on $15,000 bail. Neighbors didn't want to go on camera because they're scared of retribution in the tightly packed development. Several neighbors listing things that he'd done before previously. Uh, yeah, I like that story. I mean, it's not fair to pick on people with substance abuse issues, but the fact that he mixed LSD with cough syrup, like, what well, did he take the LSD and think it's not enough? <laughs> Let's whack it up a bit. And also, I think my favourite part of that, that was Thursday afternoon. What does he do on a Saturday? <laughs> All right, James from Quiz Coconut, come to the mic, my friends. Nice to have you in here. Am I on? You're okay. on, baby. Perfect. In every Good to be back. possible way. So, um, James is a fellow Brit. I only speak to people of my own kind. And um, he, I met him, where did I meet you? In a pub. At a quiz it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. He came down to one and uh, he, did, he did all right, actually. When you say I did all right, do you mean I came last? Top five, I think. Maybe there were five there teams. There were five teams. Yeah. yeah, okay. I did come last. You did come last. But, but then, it was your first time. Do you so. remember how I redeemed myself in the second quiz? Did you buy me a drink or something? No, or... came last. Oh, you okay. came last again. Yeah. <laughs> but in my defence, there was only two people in my team. And um, next time, mate, I, all this is a very large and elaborate hustle to make you think that I'm a fool and I'm going to take you down like a wounded gazelle next time. Well, now, now's your chance to take on your, your listener uh, and you can put the questions against each other and see who does better. Well, we're going to do a quick break first, but what have you got for us after the break? I've got 10 varied and exciting questions that will baffle people 
some about Toronto, some about Canada, some about various random things. If we went to one of your weekly um, pub nights, quiz nights, trivia nights, and for information on that, you can go to quizcoconut.ca. Are these the sort of questions that we'd get? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can come down to, uh, for example, the Stone Lion uh, every Tuesday down in the beaches, uh, aside from when there's a baseball game on, because I can't quite compete with that. But if there's no baseball on a Tuesday, <laughs> I am there at the Stone Lion. And uh, yeah, I mean, we have a variety of stuff. I sometimes get a recorder out and play R&B classics on it. We've got music, interactive fun, yeah. and uh, we give away prizes as well. So it, it's, there's something for everyone there. Does, does the recorder lend itself to R&B? Well, uh, this particular one was uh, from a Dollarama special. Brilliant. Because uh, the recorder already doesn't sound horrific enough. It's good to get one that's a dollar. Exactly. Mm. Yes. Uh, or what, 125, I think they are now. They, 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 uh, yeah, it's no uh, longer Dollarama, uh, is it, really? So it Cheeky. A little bit better. But mm. uh, I don't know. You have, to, you have to come down and see what it sounds like. I did the thong song uh, last Tuesday, and people seem to, to get that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh... Do you do any other games like involving... Balancing things yeah, on heads, etc. We had a good one recently where we got people to uh, you had to blow up a balloon and burst it between each other without using your hands. So we had all sorts. Of, you can imagine what that looked like. Strangers, yeah. But it was yeah. Well, no, people on the same team. So it was a, a sort of oh, a team a event. Because that'd be a great way to meet someone. Well, it would. Yeah. Imagine that. How did you meet ten years later with children in the room? Well, we were um, there was a balloon pushed between us, and we had to <laughs> run into each other as much as possible. <laughs> Well, I, I, I think it was a balloon. I'm not sure. We've had a couple of dates down there, actually, at, at various nights that I've done. We've had Tinders. We've had all sorts of stuff where people come down. It's actually the first time uh, that they're talking. And actually, the, the, the trivia works quite well. Of course. It gives them something to talk about. Yeah, brilliant icebreaker. Yeah, it is. And there's, and there's no awkward silences because there's always something that they can discuss and they, they might even win a bit of booze and then, uh, you know, enjoy their evening. And it That's... saves, like, bringing up those same questions. Like, if you want to check someone's intelligence... Uh, say, for example, they don't know the capital of Italy. It's hard to squeeze that in. Sometimes, yes. Like, randomly. <laughs> so, nice to meet you. Do you want a drink? Do you know the capital of Italy? Because if you don't, I'll be offended. Roman Empire, clue. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, you can test the intelligence of your potential date by bringing it to a quiz. So, yeah. you really are uh, more of a Cupid than anything else. I am the, the, the Scylla Black uh, of that, does, that she's totally not here, doesn't work she? No, here. no, I realise. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that, that's a very niche gag. The, the, There's the about three people that got that. <laughs> Silla Black used to do a show on UK TV that uh, brought couples together. Um, Who's the equivalent over here? There must be someone who does. I don't know if there is. Is there? I don't think there is. In the UK, it was called Blind Date. It was terrible. It was great, wasn't it? It That was Saturday night TV. Well, we'd have both been teenagers. Yeah. And I would assume the only reason you liked it is because you got to look at women in short skirts. Because that's certainly the reason I liked it. Yeah, it was, was pre internet days. It was a long time ago. We were deprived. My, how things have changed. I don't know how they grow up in today's generation. We had to look along the riverbank in bushes for pornography, and now it's on your telephone. That's a little bit of a deviation. We'll be back with that quiz and more shenanigans on the Vinnie White Show next. tuned in to the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Thank you for your texts so far. I'm enjoying them. Do text in on 71010. Uh, I'm asking for your nightmare Kijiji stories. 
because I sold some stuff this week and it never goes quite how you want it to, does it? Uh, someone wrote, I had 10 people coming to buy my stove and the guy that bought it asked me to hold it for a week until he got paid. I love that. I love <laughs> that. I had one this week as well. I forgot to tell you that about the mannequin. She phoned me up. She said, do you take a debit card? Um, no. <laughs> Just me. Brilliant. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. You've never sold anything on Kijiji, no? Uh, no, I haven't. No, no I, I haven't. It's yeah, a whole actually. new world out yeah, there. Yeah, I bet it is. It's an actually, amazing yeah. thing. What else has come in so far? Earlier on, we were talking about Scylla Black, right? Bit of a UK niche show called um, Blind Date. Blind Date. And we we're trying to work out if there was a Canadian slash American version. Love Connection, someone texting, apparently. Ah, thank you. Yeah, is that still going? Do text in on 71010, or is the internet taking over? I think they should do live televised Tinder. Could be disastrous, couldn't it? Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> have, you heard of the te- have you heard of the concept of reality telly? <laughs> it couldn't be any more disastrous than that show. I can't remember what it's called, but you, you get married without even meeting them. Oh, Love yeah. At first no, sight. I have seen that. Was she... it married at first sight? I, I think it is, Matt. And then they, in the end, they all get divorced anyway. Yeah. You know, things are and they're always shocked on camera at the end going, I can't believe it didn't work. I mean, all right, I've never met him. And, you know, it turned out he was a psychopathic killer. But I can't believe it didn't work. And I think they're just too similar. So they both, if they both like exactly the same thing, then what do they talk about? Mm. Only that. And it doesn't really make much sense. But, you know, they're, I don't they're, know. Too, I could, they're too similar. I could go out with me. Like me with boobs, I think I'd be gorgeous. I think you'd be like your dream, dream I guy just or girl. Entertain myself, <laughs> nattering on at myself all night, boring myself stupid. No, I would murder myself in the first night. No one would tell you to be quietly with them. Well, you couldn't. I wouldn't no, get a word no, in. No. What about you? Could you? Would you marry yourself? Uh, yeah. No, I don't think I would. I think they'd be horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to James. He, he runs a company called Quiz Coconut, and he does for a living. He sits and writes questions. It's such a cool lifestyle. Do you do it in coffee shops? Where do you do it? Uh, well, I mean, mostly in pubs. Really. No, I appreciate the, oh, the I quiz. See. I mean, when you're coming up with this stuff. No, I, I mean, that's... Uh, do you know what? It's often just walking around and I think, well, you know, this I, this is something that I've just thought of. Maybe that would be interesting. And I've actually got a bit of that coming up. But, yeah, it's 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 going... Uh, doing some... Some Christmas time is a busy time for us. We're getting oh, course, some, uh, yeah. some sort of you know Christmas party bookings because it it sort of goes quite well between a company wanting to just spend loads of money at a bar and everyone get drunk and they've done that loads of times, mm. um, or have it in the office and sit on the photocopier a few times. It's sort of in the middle of that, promoting a bit of team building, uh, but at the same time everyone can have a drink and have fun. So it's, bring it it's, on. It's a it's a good uh, it's a good thing to work in. We might as well pimp you out since you're here. Chrischoconut.ca yeah, yeah, if you want to book him for your corporate event. Now, why would you want to do such a thing? Let's put this man to the test as he puts us to the test in our new feature. James from quizcoconut.ca comes in and asks us a load of the questions to get us through the mundanity of a boring Sunday night in the wet. I need to work on the name. Yeah, we'll... we'll <laughs> for next time. OK, Mr Producer, quiz music, please. Ten questions, I believe. How do you want people to play at home? Uh, I guess people can text in if they think they know the answer. I've got a few which are... You know, 50-50, but there are a few sort of uh, you know interesting ones in there which they might be able to work out and text in. And if Let's, they can get it before you I'll do... do um, I'll do a, a bit of an incentive as well. Since it's my company, I think I can give stuff away from it. Why not 
Text in with your answer. You might be randomly selected to win a gift certificate from MrPhotoCanvas.com. MrPhotoCanvas.com prints your images and puts them on canvas. You could look sexy on canvas or maybe a loved one. MrPhotoCanvas.com. We will give you a certificate. I haven't worked it out much for... That's fantastic. Uh, trying to get some work in yeah. it, mate. What, what if I wanted to see the work before paying for it? Oh, this has turned into an advert <laughs> for MrPhotoCanvas.com. Well, actually, that would be fine, because if you were to come in and have a chat with a qualified professional about your image, you would actually not pay until you picked it up. That's a great deal. <laughs> Put him a customer first, sir. Yabba dabba. Yeah. Do. Right, let's move on. Um... Hit me, baby. Here we go. Here's the first one, a 50-50. Which of these is more northerly? Is it Toronto or is it Milan? Toronto or Milan? Which of those is furthest north? That is question one. Okay. I'm, uh, gonna, I'm not going to answer. I'm just going to write them down. Yeah, we'll go through the answers in a bit. Okay. Uh, number two. I saw a, a Canadian institution. Brian Adams was in, in Toronto this summer. I saw him live. Fantastic. Summer of 69. I thought, how old was he in the summer of 69? That is question two. Oh, that's a great question. That's a good one, isn't it? How old was Brian Adams in the summer of 69? Mm. He remembers it well. Uh, well, one thing old? I do know, they were the best days of his Absolutely. life. Absolutely. They've never got better. He bought a guitar from a five and dime. Apparently his first real six string. Okay, next. Okay, so this one's a bit more tricky. This may be one that your listeners might want to have a go at. So I'm talking about sporting events watched by live spectators. So which sporting event is seen by the, the highest number of live spectators? Now, do you mean seen on any device or does it have to be live? With their own eyes. But, Vinny, it, mm. it's over a, a, you know, quite a few days... Um, and it's an event. So, for example, you could say Wimbledon. It would be the total number of spectators at every court over the whole of the two weeks. Oh, OK. So you could also say... Uh... The World Cup, for example. Oh, so you said that now. Yeah, you and could say that. that probably means that that was not it. For example, yeah. So, and that was going to be my answer. You're welcome <laughs> at home. I got that out of him. We've narrowed it down. Uh, OK, I'm going to write down what I think. But I'm not talking about a season, for example... Uh, the NFL season over all the games. It's not that. It's, it's actually an event where someone wins something at the end. And I'm not allowed to just say a sport, right? It's got uh, to be the event. Yeah, but it's it's really the sort of the pinnacle event in this sport, I would say. Not knowing too much about it, but it's the main one that people will have heard of. Mm. Yeah. Snowboarding. <laughs> Next. OK, number four. Do you know the song uh, Tub Thumping by Chumba Wumba? Yes, I do. OK, they drink four drinks in the song. Oh. What are they and what order? So get them in the right order. The four drinks that the, the man in the song drinks. I drink a mm-mm drink. Yeah. I drink a mm-mm drink. Okay. I drink a mm-mm drink. I drink a mm-mm drink. I think the songs that remind me of the good times. I think the songs that remind me of the better times. That's it. So what are the four drinks? And let's see if you can get them in the right order. Okay. Okay. Number five. Here's another one. Toronto question. The CN Tower, obviously very tall. I was thinking, what would happen if that fell over in a straight line without crumbling? Imagine that happening in a straight line. Mm, yeah. Uh, would it hit the Bell light box? You know where the tiff is. Would it hit the tiff, the tiff Bell light box if it fell over? In a straight line without crumbling. So what's that? Is that King and Blue Jay's way or King and Peter? It's uh, it's your King and it is King and John maybe. King and John. King and John. 
I know there's a good Can curry house there, so there. I hope that doesn't get damaged. So would it hit it? Okay. Okay, that's question five. Next. Okay, here we go. Number six. Which, uh, I'm going to say invention, but it's really some sort of uh, you know, game in a loose form, has got only one correct solution and four billion incorrect solutions. Which? It's a, it's a I'll say, uh, maybe more of a puzzle, but... Uh, it's it's a puzzle. Ooh. It's a puzzle. Yes, oh, I think it's I know a puzzle. Yeah, giving it away now. One correct solution, only one, and four billion incorrect solutions. Amazing. Yeah. It seems more than I would think, but I'll put it down anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, here we go. Number seven. Which website, popular website, combined two of the most popular girls' names in an effort to attract girls to its site? That's question seven. Which website combined two of the most popular girls' names in an effort to attract girls to the site? Which website? Is it Yahoo? Yeah, or Google. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, two, it's two girls' names. Two of the most common girls' names uh, in North America. Mm. Can, I, can you give me a clue, just a sort of vague clue on what the website does? Uh, absolutely. So they want to invite, they want to attract girls to this site for a particular reason, because there are lots of men. Ah. Yes. Ooh. There you oh, go. Yes. I totally okay. got it. Thank okay. <laughs> I was pretty short, just short of saying, could you write it down in capital letters? <laughs> All right. Okay, how are you getting on so far? I think I've done... I know that I've got one wrong. Okay. Oh, that's... Oh, maybe two. It's not too bad, actually. Maybe three. Yeah, I think I've got them all wrong. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> go on. Okay, here we go. We've got a few left. Um, so let's do this. Uh, number eight. It's, it's another Toronto question. So I, it's, it's, I do this often in my nights where I describe an intersection. Everyone here, as you've already done today, they love to talk about intersections. Love an intersection. They love it. They don't know where you are unless yep. they know exactly what the intersection is. That's it. Um, and it's really a, a crucial point to a story. Uh, actually, someone told me a joke once, and the punchline was that someone thought they were on two roads that didn't intersect. It's hilarious. Um, anyway. You had to be there. <laughs> yeah, you really had to. Uh, um, I've done that. I like doing that to freak people out. I'm on College and Bloor. Ah! Uh, <laughs> I'll do ones that are really far away as yeah. well. I'm, <laughs> I'm on Front and Bloor. Yeah. No, it's, I can't compute. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Um, so here you go. So I'm going to describe an intersection. This is on Queen Street. Mm. So you've got to work out which road. It's a major road. Which road intersects this? I'm going to describe what it's like. Yeah. So on one corner, you've got a Starbucks. Chocker. Doesn't narrow it down. Uh, on another corner, you've got a Pizza Pizza. And on another corner, you've got a furniture store. Okay, so you've got an intersection. You're on Queen Street somewhere. Mm. What's the road going the other way? So you've got a Starbucks, mm. you've got a Pizza Pizza, mm. and you've got a furniture store. I think I know on this three one. Three corners, yeah. I'm... Oh, I do know this one. Yeah. Yes. All right. So where am I? That's number eight. Excellent. If you just tuned in, by the way, you are listening to News Talk 1010, but we're not getting too newsy poozy today as we do a quiz with quizcoconut.ca. It's trivia night on News Talk 1010. Here we go. Two more. Number nine. Uh, Bit more tricky, but I think your listeners will get it. So it's a Hollywood actress, and her name is an anagram of the fifth largest European country. Who is that? It's a Hollywood actress, and her name is an anagram of the fifth largest European country. 
or you could say which fifth largest European yeah. <laughs> country is also a Hollywood name anagram. Absolutely, yeah, you could. Yeah, do that I think as well. you did it somewhat smoother than me. Uh, all right, that one I don't know. Moving on. So yeah, I mean the clue is to really get the fifth largest country. Yeah, I would have thought so. Um, and jumble it up. And then the last question, Vinny, is, uh, is number 10. Now, this is a, a three-pointer. This is something that I do at all of my trivia nights, where I do cryptic Canadian cities. Mm -hmm. So I will give you a cryptic clue to a city in Canada, and you have to guess what the city is. So, for example, if I said Formula One racing driver Lewis, you might say... Hamilton. There you go. And if I said uh, this little blue pill... Uh, gives me a boner, and it rhymes with that, you might say. It's Niagara. Mm. Anyway, I've got three for you tonight. Uh, the first one. Here Do you get a point for each one? You get a point for each one. Ooh. There you go. So here's the first one, nice and easy. Uh, what would you do if you miss Gary on the telephone? What would you do if you miss Gary on the telephone? <laughs> that is one of the ten, ten biggest cities in Canada there. What do you do if you miss Gary on the telephone? Oh, oh, I know what you're doing yeah. here. Uh, got it. Yeah, okay. And the second one. Yeah. Uh, this is also in the top ten. A battle between semi-aquatic mammals. A battle between semi-aquatic mammals. That's uh, one of the ten biggest cities it in Canada. Is, yeah, it's in the top, I think it's even in the top five. A battle between semi-aquatic mammals. Okay. All right. Okay. I've got no idea! Okay. <laughs> that was a bit closer to, to your old home, actually, that one. Mm. Um, and the third one, this is a bit more tricky. You need to do this before you ask her to marry you. You need to do this before you ask her to marry you. Okay, so everyone write down your answers and you can text in as well. All right, probably, so if you've got yeah. the cities, can you, in order, text them in on 71010. You may win a voucher for MrPhotoCanvas.com. We will do the actual answers after this break. Vinny White on News Talk 1010. We're going to rattle straight through these answers because we haven't got a lot of time. We've got James from quizcoconut.ca and he asked you 10-ish questions. Here are your answers. Here we go, number one. So which is more northerly, Toronto or Milan? Milan is more northerly by two degrees. I got that wrong. Uh, number two, how old was Brian Adams in the summer of 69? He was nine. Oh! He was nine, yeah. He's the early guitar He turned fan. ten later on in that year, actually. I said 14. Uh, there you go. Wrongedly no. wrong. Uh, and number three, the most watched sporting event by live spectators. It is watched by about two million people because it is the Tour de France. Did anyone wrong. get that right? Um, number four, Chumbawamba, the drinks. The four drinks in order. He drinks a whiskey drink. He drinks, drinks a, a vodka drink. He drinks a lager drink. He drinks a cider spot drink. Spot on. Boom. Spot on. You know your drinks. I know. Some <laughs> terrible music and drinking. <laughs> uh, number five, if the CN Tower fell over, would it hit the light box? It would with about 10 metres to spare. That's what I said. There you go. Uh, is the next one Rubik's Cube? It is Rubik's Cube. Is number six. Number seven, uh, the website combining two girls' names was Ashley Madison. Yay. There we go. Number eight, the intersection. You're on Queen Street. You've got blah, blah, blah. You've got Bathurst, Sister Street, going north-south. 
Uh, number nine, the Hollywood actress whose name is an anagram of the country is Meg Ryan and Germany. Oh! There you go, Meg Ryan and Germany. Oh. And then finally, number ten, the cryptic Canadian cities. What do you do if you miss Gary on the telephone? You call Gary! Call Gary. Uh, number Calgary. two, a battle between semi-aquatic mammals. Ottawa? It's an otter war. Otter war. Otter war. Otter war. Uh, bit tenuous, isn't it? And the last one, uh, do this before you ask her to marry you. Pick a ring. <laughs> Mate, that's well, impossible. Got, that, it's very difficult. <laughs> if you got that, you deserve more than a guest certificate. I'll text someone back that texted in. Thanks so much for getting involved. And thanks, James, for coming in. My if pleasure. you're interested in a quiz, uh, turn up. You can meet James and I. We usually go to the most weeks. Well, he has to go because he, he, he is actually Stone line that. on Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you there. Yeah. Quizcoconut.ca for more information. I'll be back. Uh, next week, uh, what do I plug on my way out? This here podcast is available at vinniewhite.co.uk. David Eddy's next. Have a good one. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. 